Listener, KZMU News is still on summer break this week. We return mid-June with our fresh, grassroots, community-powered journalism. I thought I'd take this opportunity, though, to spotlight some of the great public affairs shows produced and created locally at your community radio station. Host Richard Codd took the helm of KZMU's long-running Art Talks program last year, and he's really been delving into some issues in the arts and cultural community, not just here in Moab, but throughout the state. On a recent episode of the show, he spoke with several Utah women in the field of architecture. The industry is artistic, creative, and impacts our everyday experiences. Yet he noticed very few women have top-level jobs. Cod sat down with Utah-based architect Celestia Carson for her thoughts. I was doing some research. What I found was that in 2018, approximately 20% of licensed architects were women. Does that sound low to you? I don't that know. That if... sounds reflective of the environment that I work in. I mean, I think that sounds looking around mm-hmm. uh, at my peers and other firms and our professional community. That number sounds about right. Okay. And it's, in my opinion, too low. Yeah, that's incredibly low. And and the other part of that was that um, of principles. In firms, women make up only 17% of the principals. And again, this was in 2018. Mm-hmm. And these are national numbers. I think it's important to, to know yes. these, are, these are national numbers. And it's safe to say our, our local numbers, our Utah numbers, are, are lower than both of those statistics. When you look at the, this is something I actually, I, I did look up recently. I was on the, the AIA website. Um, for Utah, mm-hmm. um, AIA being the um, American Institute of Architects, and our local chapter uh, of Utah AIA lists Utah firms on their website. And they have something like, I don't know, 130 or so offices listed. And of those, only about 20 have women principals. And of those 20, I would say there's probably less than five, where women are majority shareholders. And those are primarily sole proprietor firms, where it's, you know, a woman architect who owns her own office. If you're a young girl, a young woman, and and you're interested in being an architect in Utah, that's pretty depressing if, if your goal is ultimately to um, perhaps be a director of, of a firm. What, what message do, do those kinds of numbers say to a young woman who wants to become an architect? Yeah, it's interesting. You know, there's, there's a saying, you can't be what you don't see. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's true. I think a lot of young girls maybe don't see themselves in the career of architecture or mm-hmm. as a leader uh, within a firm because they don't see very many examples of women in those positions. And that's true, not just in architecture, that's true in other professions. Um, yeah. And so that, that, that is a challenge. I'm, I'm guessing if we looked at civil engineering fields and firms in Utah um, and, and maybe some other uh, design building firms, it, 
Would I be wrong to guess that the percentage of women in principalship roles is probably low and perhaps similar to those in architecture? Well, there, I, it's just a there guess. are sides of our industry that are definitely worse. Uh -huh. <laughs> you know, oh. as, as, as bad as the numbers may be for architects, there are women. Really? Um, you know, when you look at the, the, the side of, of our industry, sort of the architecture, engineering, construction industry, um, the numbers of engineers are lower than that. Really? Um, when you look at the construction industry, the numbers of, of women are, are certainly far lower. And um, I think that the one difference may be um, architecture is interesting because when you look at the numbers of women coming out of architecture school, so graduating with um, degrees in architecture, nationally speaking, women make up about 50% of a graduating class. The numbers are, are quite, quite equal. Right. Um, it's only as you progress in your career that we have difficulty retaining women. Um, whereas when you compare our industry to that of perhaps um, engineering or construction, unfortunately, their numbers from the get-go are low and then hmm. drop from there. How do issues like pay differential between men and women um, perhaps raising a family. I'm, I'm guessing that those have an impact on women who graduate with a degree, are working in the field for a few years, and perhaps they're not seeing the same kinds of advancement opportunities or equal pay. Yeah, I think, I mean, I, I do think those are certainly factors, um, and that can happen. It, it hopefully doesn't, doesn't always happen. But the issue is more complex than that. I think there okay. are, are numerous factors that, that play into um, the reason that, that women leave the profession. So what, are the, know, what, what, what do you see? What are the factors that might lead a woman to leave the profession? Sure. So, you know, I, I, I think maybe sort of right off the bat, you look at um, in order to become a licensed architect, you have to have a graduate degree in the field of architecture, so a master's degree in the field of architecture. There, there is also a, a bachelor's option, but I think the majority um, go with this, this master's degree. Uh, you have to have a number of hours working in the field um, as a licensing candidate, and then you have to pass a series of quite difficult exams right. to become licensed. And all of this happens if you think about, you know, those, um, you know, just the process of, of getting a, um, a master's degree. Most people may delay marriage or starting a family until after they graduate. And then as they move into a professional field, they're balancing perhaps, you know, um, starting a family at the same time that their career is initiating. Right. And it can frankly be a very challenging time, um, you know, Architecture has a, a culture of um, long hours mm -hmm. and um, initially very relatively low pay for a career with, that requires a professional degree. Mm -hmm. So those are, those are some factors right at the beginning. I mean, you think about 
So you're starting a family, um, your salary may be relatively low, mm-hmm. and you now have to balance the cost of childcare. And, um, you know, questions arise is within this very demanding career. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I, I think there are times that you think to yourself, is this worth it? Is this career I'm pursuing, this passion that I'm pursuing, worth these challenges? Here's a profession, and a, a wonderful profession, that for some reason is just not getting women into the profession who are really want to stay in the profession. You know, I, I think the factors that maybe should be looked at mm-hmm. are greater access to child care as one, changing the culture of long hours, tight deadlines. And part of that is also sort of changing the culture of our fee structure, expected deadlines by clients, increased pay, seeing more women in leadership roles. And I think it's important to note some of some of the best advocates and some of the best avenues for change in that culture have not just been women balancing home life and child care, but more and more men have spouses who also work full time. Sure. And I think that's been a really great benefit because, you know, I may get a phone call in the middle of the day because, uh, you know, my daughter is sick and I have to go home and pick her up. And there is understanding and flexibility in that. Uh Um, But also one of my partners or a coworker of mine, he might get that same phone call. And um, I think that is also helping change the culture in work-life balance. That's Utah-based architect Celestia Carson speaking with Richard Codd, the host of Art Talks, about women in architecture. We are highlighting the great local public affairs programming at the station while KZMU News takes a summer break. You can catch Art Talks on the third Mondays of every month at 4 p.m. Find archives at kzmu.org or subscribe to the Public Affairs Podcast. It's called Public Affairs on KZMU, and it's available on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Tomorrow, tune in for a highlight of some special programming.